Welcome to Unmute Yourself, the podcast. I'm Nancy Medoff, keynote speaker, best-selling author, executive coach, and equity evangelist who literally wrote the book on women in confidence. And I'm Beth Knaus, creative copywriter who works with female entrepreneurs who are done putting safe and general content out there and ready to walk the fine line between honoring their bold voices and perspectives and honoring their professionalism. We are on fire and on a mission to inspire and empower you. And who are we kidding? The world to speak up, stand out and get your seat at the table. If you're looking for straight talk and a weekly shot of confidence, you've landed in the right place. Beth and I met while collaborating on my number one bestseller, Unmute Yourself and Speak Up to Stand Out. We hit it off and we knew right away that we needed to keep these important conversations going so that women around the globe will speak up and stop building our own glass ceiling. So here we are coming at you weekly with a perfect blend of realistic strategies, actionable tools, and real life stories to bring these important and somewhat controversial ideas to life. Doing so with humor, kindness, and the occasional shenanigans. Get ready to feel empowered and inspired to speak up, to stand out, and to build your confidence toolkit. Note to men or women who are not working in a professional capacity, we see you too, and we promise you the conversations here will inspire you as well. So buckle up, folks, because here we go. And we're live. We are live and we are back. We are live. We have a pulse and we're here to talk about some we serious have a pulse. <laughs> We have a pulse. So Podsters, you might not know this, but we have a very fancy new recording system. Yeah, things are getting pretty fancy around here. I mean, they don't call me Fancy Nancy for nothing. Um, and the reason why we are uh, trying out this new system is because we want to go live with this podcast on uh, LinkedIn. So we're going to try to start virtually streaming them. As you know, Beth and I both have a degree in audiovisual technology. So that's something that's very easy for us. And as soon as we can figure that out, we're going to be live, baby. So the cool thing about going live is that you can um, put some comments in. So if if we're if you're at your desk and you're on LinkedIn and you see us go live, you can come and join us and be a part of the discussion. How cool is that? That is pretty cool. Pretty cool. Uh, all right. You want to jump into it? Absolutely. Absolutely. Take it away. All right, so let's just get into it. So we want to talk about visioning today and what exactly is a vision and what do we sometimes confuse visions with? So to me, that means that we are confusing visions with dreams. And I'm going to back up for a second because this is really just about deciding what is it that you want. And I think sometimes when people are thinking about those things, they think, oh my gosh, if I make this decision of what I want and it's a real thing and I can achieve it, I can't change it. And that's it. And I think we have to set a vision and we have to work towards it. And what if you do achieve it? You, once you get to a certain point, you can always change or alter your vision or expand your vision. And so I think sometimes we, um, we get in our own way with that. What do you think, Nancy? Totally agree. I think, um, so... Yes, it's about deciding what you want. Um, I'm getting some feedback. Are you getting feedback? 
Podsters, we hope you're not getting feedback. Okay. <laughs> so it's about deciding what it is that you want and being specific. So I would add in being specific. So I want to be a famous public speaker is different than, and maybe this, maybe this feeds into to the second part of this conversation. I want to be a public speaker who is speaks to women on big stages and, and is on Good Morning America. I remember I was talking to a friend of mine about what she wanted. And she said, I want to be on Good Morning America. I'm like, wow, that's pretty specific. So that, that, that was great. So the key is not, you know, like I want to be walking down the beach with the sun on my face. You know, you got to be specific is what yes. I'm saying, I think. Right. And yes, they can absolutely change. So that's why breaking news, podsters, the podsters don't know this. I am not choosing a word. <gasps> that's right. That's right. I actually love that you made that decision because I knew that you were really kind of back and forth and struggling with it and thinking like, I always do this. And so I think I have to do it, but it just wasn't working for you. And, you know, this also ties into like the vision, right? Of like, oh my God, I have to make this lifelong vision. No, you don't. It's you make a vision that works for you for the amount of time that you can work towards. You don't have to have a word. And if in March, suddenly a word hits you, then you can jump on the word bandwagon and you'll have a word for nine months. It's not, or till next March, you know, Totes. You whatever you want. Totes. So question for you, when you talk about vision, are you talking about for your life, for your business, for a year? Like, let's talk, let's, let's get specific. Okay. So I think that, you know, it's all those things. Like you have to have shorter term vision and you have to have longer term vision. Right. And I think, as you achieve your shorter term visions, which you're most likely to achieve, that that's really what changes how your long term vision is going to shift or not. Correct. Yep. I'm thinking. You're making me think. <laughs> I made you I love think. it. I saw that happening. I saw the process. <laughs> that was a little scary. No. Um, yeah, totally agree. Totally agree. I always, when I think about visioning and when I do it with my private clients, I do, I think about five-year increments, five or 10 years. That's just how I've been conditioned. It's just easy for me to do it like that. So I think five years, like in five years, where do you want to be? In 10 years, where do you want to be? Because it's easier for me to think, okay, in 10 years, here's the age I will be. And what's interesting is I, I, I'm strongly supportive of visioning exercises. I do them more in my personal life than I do in my professional life. How about you? That's interesting. So yeah, I would agree with you, I guess. I do see it more in my personal life than in my professional life, but I feel like they trigger each other, right? Oh yeah. I mean, yes, absolutely. They support each other and they, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So you were pretty hot on um, a vision versus a dream. And so Pudsters, when when Beth gets activated about something, I know that there's something happening. Like she just had a conversation with someone or something happened. And I do the same. So tell me about your strong desire to make sure that we are all clear on the difference between a dream and a vision. Okay. So first of all, like you said, I feel like a dream is not necessarily specific. People will be like, someday I'm going to own a mansion with a horse farm. I know I'm getting specific now, but, you know, well, where is it and why do you want it and what is it going to do for you and what are you going to do on that farm and who's going to run it and who the hell's going to clean that mansion? That's it's really my first question. Who's going right, to clean exactly. it? 
how many bathrooms and right exactly right. yeah who's paying yeah. the utility bills that's what right. i want to know about the mansion right, right. that's <laughs> Which awesome. is how i stay grounded but you know i i think a dream is that thing of like if i win the lottery i'm going to do this and i think that's great and we should all have those things because you know what somebody has to win the lottery mm-hmm. but it's passive I think having a dream is a little bit passive. And when you have a vision and you see it, as you get closer to it, it should get sharper and sharper, right? Because you're like, okay, I'm going to go to this vision. Like you just talked about speaking, right? And you and I have talked about the fact that I really would like to start to do some speaking. And what do you have to do? you have to start speaking. <laughs> so I have a gig in a week that I'm speaking in a roundtable networking group. I have a gig in February in a networking group I'm in. And I have a gig in March in a networking group I'm in. And that's like a starting place, right? And it petrifies me, but I'm like, I'm going to get to do this thing. And I know I really want to do it. So you have to start out with your first steps being realistic. I'm not saying, oh, I want to speak like David Sedaris at Symphony Hall. Would I like to eventually? Yes. But I know that's not my first step. So I want to show, I want to point out something that just happened. So one of the things in my notes was that I said, you must speak it to live it. Right. Mm -hmm. And what I was getting at with that, as I'm sure you would agree, is you need to claim it. Right. And I'm not talking about I will be, you know, a millionaire or I will have 10 grandchildren all running around my feet. I'm talking about as you're doing it. Uh, I remember when I left Marriott. So I worked for Marriott Hotels for 25 years. And when I left, people would ask me what I do. And I would start with, well, I used to be a global sales uh, leader at Marriott and now I do this. And it sounded weird and it sounded awkward and it wasn't until, and then I started saying, I'm a corporate sales trainer. I'm a public speaker. It wasn't until I, until I said it that I started really believing it. And, you know, I was still stuck in that who I used to be. And um, so Podsters Beth just updated her um, little name badge on the software to say writer and speaker. However, Miss Writer and Speaker, what you just said was, you said, I want to start to do some speaking. That is what you just said. Uh, I see it. I got right? you. Right? And, um, and as you're saying it, I'm like, hang up, hang up, hold up. You're already speaking. I've seen you speaking. I see everywhere that you're everywhere. So, so, that, so I jumped to this, you have to speak it to live it. So now I guarantee you that when Beth... She just she just changed her nameplate on the on the software that says Beth Canals writer and speaker right. Next time it's going to come flawlessly. So so when you when you think about your vision and as you're mapping towards that vision, you have to start acting as if. And when you act act as if it is certain. And when you act as if it is certain that's when you when your confirmation bias kicks in and you'll start finding people and situations and you will make it happen through your actions i'm not saying through manifesting i'm saying through your actions because you're saying it you're believing it other people are hearing it you're acting as if and then it shall be nice anyway i kind of stole your thunder there on your um okay. on your that was great 
But there are these things, right? These tiny adjustments we can make to how we speak that takes it from a lofty, possibly not going to happen dream to an actually moving towards a vision. So absolutely. And it impacts your confidence. So, so Beth, when you just changed your byline to writer and speaker, you know, it was, it's funny. It's whatever. Did you feel a little different? Sure. (laughs) It's true. As soon as somebody else sees it, then somebody else thinks of you that way. Right. Right. Then it is real. Yeah. Yeah. That's Mm -hmm. awesome. That's awesome. It's pretty cool. Um, But of course, if you're going to achieve these visions, we have to have a plan and some action steps, right? To get to them. Mm -hmm. Say, okay, I have a vision now. So here I go. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because otherwise, I'm going to go back to the dream for a second. I often find that people use dreams. They're almost a little self-sabotage-esque. That's my new word, self-sabotage-esque. Okay, great. Thank you. Um, so, you know, we can set things that at least in the moment are out of our reach. And then when we don't get there, we can say, well, you know, I tried, but I guess I'm just not supposed to have that. Or, you know, I guess maybe I'm just not a good enough writer to be like David Sedaris or, you know, maybe I don't speak enough, speak well enough that people want to hire me, but really what I've done is not gone out and looked for opportunities to speak. So, I think we have to look out for that self-sabotage, right? When we kind of hesitate and want to step back because like as soon as I put this up here that it says I'm a writer and speaker and other people see it, then we're like, crap, other people. And now I'm going to feel pressured because other people. Now I'm going to have to do it. <laughs> right. And it's not like anybody's going to say, you're a speaker. What makes you a speaker? Where right. have you spoken already? People don't say that. That's not real. <laughs> It's not. I am a speaker and and they don't. Right, right, right. So it's really interesting because because the dream being the the term dream being self-sabotage, I I agree with you. And what's hard for me, what's hard for me with this whole episode is that I don't use the word dream or vision when I'm talking about myself or my business. I might say my vision for this project is, or my vision for this year is, or something like that. I've never used dream and vision. So I was in corporate America for 25 years. Those of you that are listening, I can tell you're twitching. So, you know, well, let's do, let's vision it. Let's vision. Let's what's your vision and tell me your vision, Mike. And how about you, Mary? So it's somewhat triggering in a bullshit bingo, uh, corporate bullshit bingo perspective. So I always say ultimate outcome. I, and I actually talk like that. People are like, you don't really talk like that. I do. So, so I'll be, you know, if, even if I'm sitting down talking to Danny, right? Like, what's the ultimate outcome? What do we want? What, if we're planning for our retirement, what do we want that to look like? And, and I'm very, very specific. So the self-sabotage, I self, what'd you say? Self-sabotage-esque? Self-sabotage-esque. Thank you. Um, I, I do think it's passive. I do think it's passive. And I, I never use it. Do you use that word? Self-sabotage-esque? No, uh, dream. <laughs> dream. Okay. All right. If I'm joking around, I do, you know? Yeah. But yeah. I say, oh, I have a dream that I want this. I mean, I mean, there's just kind of like a, I don't know if it's a helplessness to it. or No, I, I, I agree. Where it's like, okay, my vision is this. 
I'm headed towards it. I feel like it's like looking down the road, you know, and seeing the horizon line and yeah. What's going to get me closer. Yeah. Um, so you mentioned you have to actually plan and do things, right? You can't just leave it. You have to execute on it. So Podsters, if you didn't listen to the October 11th episode on goal setting, we are going to talk very briefly about goal setting. Uh, we feel that you can't swing a cat right now without hitting something that's talking about goal setting. Have you heard that expression before? You have a cat, so maybe I should have used a different expression. Yeah, I have heard that expression. I'm sorry. A little traumatized at the moment, but sorry. I... so Beth's triggered by the swinging cat. I'm triggered by um, the word vision. So um, everybody's talking about goal setting, and it's like it's come to the point where I'm where I'm seriously like, oh my god, enough! It's everywhere you look. So we're not going to talk about it for too long because we've already talked about it. We are so ahead of the curve. We got everybody ready back in October. However, we think it's important enough that that if we're going to talk about ultimate outcomes, ideal outcomes, and your vision, that we talk a little bit about goal setting. So get, Beth, how do you approach your goals setting? Well, we have a mutual friend who has helped me a great deal with my goals. Oh boy. Yep. Um, I definitely like the, you know, pick a goal and move back from that goal, right? What's the word for that? I'm, I'm losing it. Um, you know, when you go backwards um, and you put things down and you break it down to the smaller pieces, there's a word for it. Um, yeah. So it's like, what's the smallest step that I can do today? What's the, you know, the tiniest thing I can do to move that little inch forward. And then what is going to come after that? Right. And to know those types of things and just one thing at a time, sometimes it's head down and I'm just going to do this thing, right. I'm going to do these speaking gigs and then I'm going to promote these speaking gigs and then I'm going to see where else I can speak. And, you know, what, where am I going to reach my audiences and what type of social posts do I have to write that say that I'm speaking, you know, all of those steps to kind of just keep moving out there and finding that type of work. So yeah. Any uh, feedback on that? I think it's great. No, I think it's great. Um, yeah, no, I think it's great. Uh, the only thing I do differently is, is, and you probably do this. You just didn't mention it. <clears throat> no, I, I think this is unique. I'm, because, so I will put a date. So I was talking to uh, someone earlier, and Beth, I haven't shared this with you yet, so this is big news. I believe there might be another book in the works, <clears throat> and I get I, it's somebody that I want to write the book with. And I said, "Why don't we plan to have if if we're going to do this? Why don't we say, well, it'll be completed by November, right? That gives us what nine months to do it. Blah 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 blah. Like I will always put a date or a target date on it." Um, and it also depends on if Beth's available to be the editor, because if she's not, then we're not doing it. So um, so I always put a date on it. I always put a date on it. You know, and even, you know, I'm just thinking, I, you know, I caught up with a friend last week and she listens to the podcast and I love that she listens. I didn't even know she was listening. It's by the way, Podsters, if you're listening and you like this podcast, please let us know. We like we don't hear from anybody. So um leave a review, hit us, you know, ping us, text us, send an email, whatever. Like I had no idea she was listening and she has a side hustle. And, um, we were talking about her side hustle and I, and, and, you know, we were, we were talking about how do we bring this dream to life? And it's not a dream. It's not a dream. It's, it's a vision. So, 
I think we should stop saying dream. Okay. Yeah, I'm in. All right. We're not saying dream anymore. Okay. Great. And then you must speak it to live it. Great. Yeah. Okay. Right. I mean, are, are we done? Is our work done? <laughs> I think our work is done. I think our work is done. Let me just check our notes because we do. Yep. Behaviors to reinforce your resolutions. You can't manifest your way to your outcome. Mm -hmm. Yep. So let's talk about manifestation because yeah, we did. We, yeah, we, we've been talking about that. So I'm going to, do you want to go first? Or you want me to go first? I'll go first because okay. um, actually I've been listening a lot to Mel Robbins podcast. Love Mel. And she talks about, you know, the concept of manifesting. And again, is this passive or active? You know, if you're actively manifesting something and you want it to happen, you can't just sit back. You have to be doing the positive I, things towards right. that thing that you're trying to manifest. Right. You know, um, and I think that that's really important because some people think that if they sit cross-legged and they're meditating and they just manifesting that way, you know, I'm not saying it's not possible. I don't ever want to say that about something, but I think you have a better chance of manifesting what you want if you're, you know, taking action and doing some things. Whatever steps are available to you that you can do in that direction is only going to, um, you know, expedite that manifesting. So I agree. And I think that what happened or what's happened is the word manifest has gotten bastardized. Uh, I know I said the B word. Oh my God. I can't go. Um, I think that I'll, I'll never forget Jennifer Aniston. This is how long ago this was. She got, I, for some reason, I caught some snip of her on stage saying, if you want it, you have to start what we've been talking about, acting as if it is so, putting it out there in the universe, telling everyone you know, visualizing it, right? Visualizing is not daydreaming. There's a very big difference. And I think like I compare that to manifesting versus making it happen. So I think the term manifestation has gotten away from, I think what Mel means, Mel, if you're listening, we'd love to have you on to talk about it. Oh, yes. Anytime. Um, I think what Mel means is you then have, I think she means you have to make it happen, right? You need right. to think as if it's going to happen, act as if it's going to happen. And I think some people think manifestation, to your point, you did forget the candle when you were sitting cross-legged doing oh. the meditation. Maybe that's why it didn't manifest. Um, and we're, I'm not making fun of the, the uh, you know, we're not making fun of the concept of meditating and, you know, no. living it at all. What we're saying is manifesting really is about going out and making it happen. Instead of saying, oh, I wish someday I could do this. It's about changing your words. I'm going to do this. I'm putting the universe on notice that this is happening. Putting the universe on notice. Put that universe on notice. Absolutely. I can't think of a better way to end. Can you? I can't. I just can't. I, I can't either. The only other thing I can think of is that next week we're going to talk about confident conversations and how to be more confident yeah. in your conversations. So this ties into how you're speaking about your vision or your yeah. ultimate outcome. Right. It's, it's how to be more confident. So we're going to talk about, we're, oh yeah, this is going to be big. And I think it's great timing because 
If you are in the corporate world, you're getting ready for your performance reviews where you need to advocate for your two to 5% salary increase. And if you are in the business world, Beth, what are a lot of your clients doing right now? What are a lot of, a lot of people doing right now? A lot of the times they're launching new services, they're raising their prices, they're, uh, you know, refreshing their branding, their brand messaging, which okay. I love to help them with. Um, yeah, so there's a lot going on, right? Everybody's kind of gearing up, getting into the speed, and they're like, what can I do to, you know, up level, which I really don't like to say that word, but I'm going to say it here today, you know, to, to get to the next place in their business. I love it. So you have a program for them to do that, right? Well, I actually have a content workshop. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Yep, so they can get their uh, social media together and learn a little bit about creativity and how it works for you and how does it help things go faster and how does it help things be more fun so that people aren't, you know, cringing because they have to write their content. So how long is the program? It's three hours, 10 to 1. On the 18th. Right. Wow. So it's a one day program. Yep. Half day. January 18th or Feb 18th? January 18th. So a couple seats left. Awesome. And how could they book that if they wanted to? Oh, gosh. I guess I can put the link in the uh, show notes. In the show notes. Yeah. So the Yay. link will be in the show notes. That's great. So um, the podsters are going to hear this the day before the workshop. So Right. It will probably be sold out, but I think Beth, Beth can probably squeeze you in because it's, is it live or virtual? It is virtual on Zoom. Great. So, so it's not too late, right? Anybody can sign up. Eastern Standard Time. Eastern Standard. Uh, that's cool. And um, I have my, I have applications open for my private two-month coaching program. So those, those are already in the show notes. So that's the scoop, guys. If you wanna, if you wanna work with either of us, that's how you can do it. If you want to learn how to be more confident in your conversations, come back next week and get ready because we are gonna blow it up on I LinkedIn. It. I love it. I love to talk blow about it up. confidence. All right. Bye bye. Bye. That's a wrap on another episode of Unmute Yourself, the podcast. We hope you found value in today's podcast. We hope you were able to take a little time for yourself and perhaps think about how you're showing up. And thank you for all of the great feedback we've been receiving. We'd love to hear more from you about what you think, the tactics you're using every day to speak up, and anything else you'd like to hear about on future episodes of Unmute Yourself, the podcast. You can contact us through our websites. Nancy can be found at nancymedoff.com and Beth can be found at thatsaspade.com. Or you can email us at unmuteyourselfthepodcast, all one word, at gmail.com. We will see you next week. And until then, keep speaking up.